is a subject that we usually try to avoid. But with the arrival of COVID-19, that has all changed. Over these recent weeks, I've even seen young people consider their mortality. And we're often afraid of death because we're not sure what's next. Now, the Bible promises that if we believe in Jesus Christ, one day we'll be raised from the dead and go to be with him in his kingdom. Death is nothing for us to fear. But the fact is, many people are not sure of what will happen to them when they die. Many are afraid of death, even Christians. How about you? What will happen when you die? Well, in Luke chapter 1, verse 4, Luke tells us that his goal in writing his gospel is to give us certainty. And in this passage, Luke 24, he wants us to be certain that Jesus really was raised from the dead. And he wants us to respond rightly to him. Now, the first thing we see in Luke 24 is that Jesus' resurrection was real. Now, the first evidence Luke gives us for the reality of the resurrection is just how unexpected it was for the disciples. Verse 36, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were startled and frightened and thought they saw a spirit. I mean, just imagine you, you've been to a funeral. You come home, you prepare dinner, you sit down at the dinner table. And there is old Auntie Wong that you just buried sitting there at the table with you. Of course you'll be startled. Who wouldn't? See, the disciples weren't gullible. At first, they too struggled to believe in the resurrection. But they did in the end because the proof was so overwhelming. Now, the second piece of evidence Luke gives us is Jesus' physical body. Verse 38, Jesus says to them, Why are you troubled? Why do why did doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see that I have. Now, we've all learnt from Ghostbusters that if you try and touch a ghost, your hand will go straight through. But Jesus assures us he's no ghost. The disciples could touch his physical body with their own hands. They could see the nail marks. See, the very same Jesus who had been crucified days earlier now stood before them alive. Luke gives us one more piece of proof in verse 41. While they still disbelieved for joy and were marvelling, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it before them. Now, it's not that just Jesus is hungry or he really likes fish. Uh, one commentator says, Ghosts don't leave teeth marks. But here, Jesus could, because his resurrection was real. Now, many have tried to question the evidence for the resurrection. Uh, the author of uh, this book, More Than a Carpenter, was one of them. Uh, he planned to disprove the resurrection. But as he examined the evidence, he became convinced. He became a Christian. See, Jesus' resurrection was real. And if you are not yet a believer, are you willing to consider 
the evidence that is there. If Jesus really has been raised from the dead, then, then everything must change. It means that death is, is not the end, that this world is not all there is. It means that Jesus is someone very important that you must pay attention to because he is your only hope in the face of death. You will only respond rightly to Jesus if you understand the meaning of his resurrection. So the second point, Jesus' resurrection was promised. To understand Jesus' resurrection, we must go back to the Old Testament. Jesus says in verse 44, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. See, Jesus didn't suddenly turn up in history in a vacuum. Jesus' coming had been promised uh, in the Old Testament for thousands of years earlier. Uh, the Old Testament itself promised a saviour king who would come and rescue his people. Uh, Genesis 3 spoke of a serpent crusher who would die to defeat Satan. And Isaiah 53 spoke of a suffering servant who would be punished so that his people could be forgiven. And 2 Samuel 7 spoke of a king who would be called God's son and would rule over God's kingdom forever. See, to understand Jesus' resurrection, we must go back to the Old Testament. Now, we don't have time to look at it in detail, but Jesus explains it in brief in verse 45. Then Jesus opened their minds to understand the scriptures and said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead. See, Jesus' resurrection showed that he was the Christ. Now, Christ is not Jesus' surname. Uh, it's a title like, like Tansri or Datu. You see, the Christ was God's promised king who would come to save and rule his people. Uh, Jesus' resurrection proves that he is no ordinary man. He, he is that saviour who was promised, whose death could rescue us from our sins. He, he was God's promised king, raised from the dead to rule this world forever and ever. Jesus' resurrection shows that he is the Christ. And if that is true, if Jesus is the Saviour of the world, if he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, then Jesus' resurrection demands a response. We see it there in verse 47. Repentance for the forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. See, if Jesus is the Christ, then every person from every nation, needs to turn to him as the Lord and Saviour of their life. Now, repentance is, is a U-turn. Uh, it's, a, it's a change of mind that leads to a change of action. If Jesus is God's promised Saviour, then we must stop. No longer look to other gods to save us or, or look to our good works. We must stop and turn to him. To save us. And if Jesus is God's promised king, then we, we need to stop. Stop living for ourselves as king. Stop serving other gods. But submit to Jesus as the Lord 
of our lives. We must repent. And God's wonderful promise is that if we would do that, our sins will be forgiven. No matter who we are, no matter what we've done in the past, we can be washed clean. We can have a fresh start with God. Well, if you are a Christian, you do not need to fear death. Because we know death is not the end. Jesus' resurrection is the unmistakable proof that we too will be raised one day and stand before our Creator. And if we are a Christian, we can look forward to that day without fear. Because Jesus died so that we could be forgiven and have peace with God. But if today you are not a Christian, well, death is something to be feared. Because it's only through Jesus that your sins can be forgiven. It's right to be afraid, because Jesus is Lord, and it is a serious thing to deny his rule over your life. But the good news this Easter is it's not too late. You can turn to Jesus even now. Ask him to be your Lord and Saviour. Repent of your sins, and you will be forgiven. You will have eternal life. And if you've already turned to Jesus, your mission is to proclaim this good news to as many people as you can, so that they too will repent and find forgiveness in Jesus. Even today, why not share this recording with, with family or friends who do not know you, Jesus? Pray that they will respond, because only Jesus is our hope in the face of death. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that Jesus really is alive. Death is not the end, and that we can be forgiven as we turn to him as Lord and Saviour. Help us to do that, and help us to share this good news with as many people as we can. In Jesus' name, amen.